0: Welcome to the Magical Holistic Healing Arts Podcast, where you learn how to raise your vibe, explore your magic, and embody your authentic power. I'm Lynn Hicks. I'm Erica Hicks. And we're the mother-daughter duo, inspiring transformation through holistic lifestyle and conscious living.
1: We bring water to the conversation because no one else is. We know hydrogen-rich water is the key to longevity and vitality. Life's about flowing, so this is the easiest way to upgrade your health and mindset. High vibe water. Join our revolution and new paradigm biz at the magical holistic healing arts Cheers. Hydrate, Hydrate your, your life with us. with us. Today we welcome Anna B, who's the mystic big sis a spiritual life coach, and mushroom medicine guide. I'm going to let her take it away. Anna, can you tell our listeners what is your magical art?
2: My magical art, I used to say, was healing. Um, But along this journey, I've kind of realized that I am not the healer. (laughs) The the people that I work with are the healers, but I'm a facilitator. So I facilitate healing in a lot of different ways from this life coaching is my main thing right now. Um, and just added in working with mushroom medicine and I'm an advocate for basically mindset shift, um, kind of realizing I work a lot with mindset shift in people with chronic illness and mental health as well, but I'm a chronic illness survivor, warrior, fighter. (laughs) Um, So it's been really important to me to help people shift out of this toxic habit of, I guess just playing victim to these diagnoses, diagnoses, (laughs) and just empowering people to take back their control. So Mm. yeah, facilitator, healer, (laughs) whatever you wanna call it, whatever resonates really. Mm,
1: amazing yeah i definitely think you know um the western industry of medicine has given too much has too much control that yeah people need that mindset shift i mean i love how you said that how Mm -hmm. chronic illness can just be a mindset shift i think that is something really powerful for our listeners to hear about that all you have to do is just have a different perspective not all you have to do Mm -hmm. but a lot of what you have to do And, you know, you're able to heal yourself. So that's a really awesome, magical art. (laughs)
2: Um, You know, being a a fighter warrior for most of my life, um, I had a, well, I say had, but I have a incurable, according to doctors, um, chronic illness called narcolepsy. And if you don't know what it is, it's a sleep disorder, but it comes with a whole list of additional symptoms that... It's it's really difficult to navigate life you know just as any chronic illness is. Um, but the main thing that I found as 20 early 20 something year old <laughs> was I was looking for support and all of these groups on Facebook and I guess it was mainly Facebook, they were so toxic. Um, people just, just building off of each other's misery and you know I understand having a place to vent is is necessary in any type of healing but I found that there was just a lot of people building off each other's misery and um, whenever I would post something positive or I guess something that was working for me along my healing journey I was met with a ton of negativity and people invalidating you don't have narcolepsy you you must be misdiagnosed I had a classic pretty severe case of narcolepsy which it took maybe a year or so for them to diagnose they couldn't figure out what it was but when we finally did like it was by the book it it was obvious what it was um so yeah like I left these groups and did it all on my own, really. I didn't have a lot of support, which is unfortunate, but um, the healing process started there. Getting out of that victim mentality, which I was in for a while, I was woe is me for years, and I wouldn't listen to anyone who had any positive advice. But when I figured out that I needed to release all that, that's where my healing journey started. And that's when I threw away my meds. I started looking into alternative therapies. I knew there had to be something because there's something for everything. <laughs> if you look hard enough. So that, that journey is really where I started. I healed. I'm in remission, which is not even something they consider. They don't, they don't say there's remission for narcolepsy, but um yeah, that's where I'm at now. And it's led me to my business and my healing arts and providing support for other people.
0: Wow. Yeah. I really love that because I think a lot of times there is a label issue. Yeah. And I know even for me, like I have glaucoma, but if I get too caught up in that, then I just have like, then there is no offering for me to, get healing if i just solid it out like oh i've got instead of being like you know what my eye experience and pressure it kind of gives me freedom and i think a mm. lot of different illnesses when you start to not claim it as who you are and maybe it's just some condition you're riding through then it opens up a lot to you um your mind might be open to it but i mean on a physical level and like you were saying with that victim like, oh, I just have this and this is what it is and this is the mm. only treatments, you start to say, wait a minute, this this isn't all feeling right and this doesn't, there's another way to look at it. So wow, that's really exciting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the label
1: thing,
2: I still struggle with because being in the industry, I do say, you know, I have narcolepsy even though I don't really struggle with it anymore in order to connect with the people that I want to connect with and let them know, like, Hey, I have been where you are. I have narcolepsy. Sometimes I catch myself saying my narcolepsy. And that's something that's very recent that one of my, um, alternative massage people that I uh, go to, (laughs) um, he was saying, he noticed that during the session, I was saying like my acid reflux or like my back, eight, my back, whatever, my stress, you know, like saying these claiming it as mine. And I was like, that's a really good point. I do still get caught up sometimes on that identity part of I identified with my narcolepsy for 10 plus years and my pain and my depression and all of these things. And now if I catch myself. I switch that narrative to the depression, like it exists outside of me Mm -hmm. or whatever the situation I've gone through, lots of different (laughs) symptoms of trauma and pain and chronic illness. So just shifting that wording is, Mm -hmm. it can be fantastic for your brain to stop identifying with
0: that symptom. No, I really think, like, that's a transforming conversation we're having right now because it really does put it as, you know, not claiming it as yours or making it an expression for a moment or considering you're going through something is different than Mm -hmm. having something and claiming it and calling it in with our words. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, that was an aha moment. Like, oh, yeah, we all do that. This is natural. But to be aware, I think, is a lot of key to healing, which I'm sure you've run into in supporting people, is you know, all pieces come together and our words create. So if we can sometimes shift the smallest thing, we really open freedom in health.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Cool. And I was just going to mention, so is narcolepsy like part of the brain? Because you said you're a mushroom medicine guide. I know mushrooms are really powerful for the neurons and their, our brain functions. But I know not, well, I'm sure all mushrooms are. But the, non, the non-psychedelic ones are really good for your brain. I don't know if the psychedelic ones are good for your brain. I'm sure they are. But yeah, is there like something connected with that, I guess? So there's
2: zero research being done on narcolepsy and mushrooms. There is a little bit being done on psychedelic mushrooms with chronic pain, um, because so backtrack to narcolepsy is basically brain damage and it's really impossible to trace it back to what it could have been, um, throughout my research and my own intuitive, like listening to my body and connecting timelines and all different things, I traced it back to to the two possibilities. Um, Right around the age my symptoms started like really rearing its neck was, um, I got a vaccine, the Gardasil shot, which um, has a lot of history and records of causing, Different types of illnesses in in the young girls that were getting it around that time. Um, also having mono, which was something like a lot of people had when we were middle school age. Um, that virus can actually trigger an underlying, you know, something in my genes or DNA that was just laying dormant. So vaccines can do that, and viruses can do that. Um, we've you know, we've seen that with like Corona, not going to get too far into that, but we've seen Corona triggering things in people. Um, so mono could have been the, the, the trigger for me, um, or that vaccine. And there's never, I'm never going to know what it was and that's totally fine. I've, I've made peace with that, but, um, what it did was trigger my body's autoimmune response to kill the, um, orexin in my brain, which is, um, it's a, it's a hormone or a protein. I'm I'm not too sure, honestly, um, that regulates your sleep wake cycle. So it kills that part of the brain essentially, and there's no regeneration of that part of your brain. So that's why they say, you know, it's a forever thing. You're never going to get better. There's no cure. Um, but (laughs) getting into the mushroom stuff, when you take a psychedelic mushroom, it actually works with your chemical receptors and opens up new neural pathways. So someone who is struggling with chronic pain or addiction, PTSD, any of the above, um, it's their brain is speaking to itself, you know, the, the receptors are speaking to each other in the brain, basically on a routine, like they're taking the same path home every day.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: When you take a psychedelic mushroom, it opens those receptors up to I don't know, 50 or a hundred or however many new routes to get home. So it's curing addiction. It's helping people with chronic pain because those receptors are no longer turned on. There's new pathways to get around those pain receptors. Um, Still learning a lot constantly, even though I've been studying it for like three years, there's constant information coming out um, for different types of mental illnesses. Uh, The chronic pain is a big one they're studying right now. Um, It's been proven for years at this point to pretty much cure certain addictions in people treatment-resistant depression, anxiety, stuff like that.
0: That is really um, cool. Now I've heard, is it microdosing? Because I have friends with like HD. ADHD? Yeah. Um, my one girlfriend's husband, and she was doing microdosing to support that. What a great explanation, because I never really understood what the healing component of mushrooms were, but that may, it's like so simple and so clear. <laughs> Just new pathways, you know? And that's Mm -hmm. simple enough to make sense that because we're in loops, we all know that we do it in our minds, bodies, Mm. emotions, psychosis. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for that explanation. Is that microdosing then or? Uh, So what I'm talking about with the mushroom
2: medicine is microdosing, um, typically taking less than half a gram of it doesn't really matter what strain um, like I have my preference and I use capsules but you know you can however you administer it is up to you. I've just found that works best for me because it's like taking a vitamin just pop it in and I don't even really notice what's going on <laughs> in my brain um, until you know a couple hours later I'm like I'm having an exceptionally good day today <laughs> um, so the long-term effects of microdosing, are what's currently being studied, and you know, hopefully, and what it looks like in the next couple of years will be um, more legalized, legal-ish, in whatever sense you know the FDA decides to approve things. Um, so, larger doses of any type of psychedelic, but specifically mushrooms, can have amazing healing effects. Um, it triggers the brain in the same way with those neural pathways. But what you have to also include in a larger dose of a journey is that trip sensation. So you know, you typically you have some mind blowing trip, you have an epiphany of like, Oh, I need to stop smoking cigarettes or eat healthier or, you know, love people more, which is great. <laughs> I think everyone should dabble if you know they feel called to it but microdosing is it's like taking a vitamin it's working in your body somewhere but you don't really feel it so you can go to work you can drive a car you can take care of your kids it's happening in your brain without the psychoactive effects um, like hallucinations or tripping the, you know, all the colors and things start to move. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever done any type of psychedelic, but that's typically what happens in a larger dose. And it does not happen in a microdose.
0: Okay. And yeah. didn't you, isn't there somewhere out in Boulder? What was that gentleman? Was he? Boulder mushroom? No, yeah. the one we, um, that was oh, on Gaia. Gaia. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We were going to have him. Yeah. There's like a facility, I think in Boulder somewhere um, where a guy has he does and he does um cannabis. I think journeys as well to help people with their mindset
0: Yeah, and uh-huh. I just, I thought it was interesting because He was like a sign like he was you know had gotten money to do this in a scientific way Which you know is will support whatever legalization or whatever is gonna happen with this yeah. to support people because that's what it will take. And I just find that really, um, really interesting. And, and Hey, what an easy way to support your mind. And you know, I, I don't know if I'd be so open to the tripping part, but
1: those are the long ones. I know and that was
0: in college. <laughs> I did, but you know what I'm saying? I love that you can do it and still you know, mushrooms have so many healing powers. Yeah, you don't just even feel it. Just edible ones. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it's just
1: like a little, you don't even have to feel them.
0: And I like that because like you said, it, it's supporting you. You're not aware, but you're getting greater health and a greater day and new pathways and great support in your ill.
1: Yeah. So no. do you like help people with like long journeys and microdosing or what's what's your um, facilitating power? Yeah. <laughs> so what I do as a mushroom guide. I
2: help people figure out their microdosing protocol, which would be for some people it's you know twice a week or uh, three days on, three days off. Uh, there's different types of stacks that you can do, and it's unique typically to someone's schedule. So, you know, some people like to microdose on days off. Some people are totally fine going to work. Um, you know, etc. <laughs> so, finding the right protocol and then setting up a strategy. So. Identifying exactly, you know, if you're dealing with depression or anxiety, what your triggers are and how you can face those triggers um, specifically on the days that you microdose so that you can kind of work on rewiring your brain while the medicine is, is active. And then daily actions that you can take to shift out of whatever, Whatever you're working on or whatever you're facing in life right now, you know, it could be something like a breakup or something deeper, like trauma, sexual trauma, any type of that stuff, anything related to that, um, healing process. It's everyone has their own healing journey. So I have recently shifted towards working specifically with women Um, who want to deepen their spiritual practices. So, you know, maybe you've had the, had the calling, but you're like, oh, I'm too busy. Or maybe not feeling good enough to like, you know, oh, I I eat unhealthy. I can't be spiritual. Or I like expensive things, so I can't be spiritual. Mm -hmm. Finding the balance between the two has been a huge thing that I want to incorporate microdosing into to open up the mind, mm-hmm. and then implementing action steps as a life coach, which is where my life coaching comes in. <laughs> um, implementing action steps for people to realize their power, realize their worth, realize their specific, you know, spiritual connection, whether it's to God or Source or whatever, you know, whatever you want to call it. There's a higher power. And then implementing like spiritual practices, whether that's meditation or, um, you know, getting into nature more, finding different ways to connect like through tarot or through whatever floats your boat, really. We'll figure it out, <laughs> find it, figure it out and then implement it.
0: Now, I like that whole mix of You know, and even just the scheduling of the micro, like knowing, okay, when you know your brain is in a new format is when to really face the challenge to, yeah, it's all new to me. And that's really fascinating. I I like it all and the support of it.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you have all these new pathways and, you know, you're working on anxiety and you almost get a car accident or something, you know, like... (laughs) that's the time to use these practices that you're helping them with too. I'm sure in those moments you can use like breathing or affirmations or something to stimulate those new pathways to go a certain way as well. Um, So yeah, that's a really cool, that's awesome that you're supporting people in this way and and using all the different realms. I mean, I think everyone needs to deepen their spiritual practice, even spiritual people.
0: It's an ongoing journey. I mean, we're on this evolution and there's no landing. So we're all really expanding and evolving. And it's great to have support and it's great to bring new people into new ideas. And I know we've always, you know, I learned from all my teachers, like there's always people who know more than you that we're learning from. And then there's always people who know less that you're, you know, to support and guide and help them if they ask is a really good Wonderful way, because, like you said, with the illness, you've been there. You know the experiences, and there's such comfort in that. As we're going through and trying to face our demons or whatever it is that we want to call our challenges, when they're really just learning lessons. So it's a very nice mix. Like a, we haven't heard this kind of mix, <laughs> so that's yeah. fun. My
2: my personal journey led me through the narcolepsy and. Um, pretty serious depression as well. And I don't consider myself, I don't struggle with depression at all. After two years of microdosing, it's not even, it's not even something that is on my radar. When I have a bad day, the rewiring of my brain through the mushroom medicine (laughs) has allowed me to have control over my emotions and my thoughts. So a bad day is now just a bad day. It's not something that turns into three weeks of depression in bed, spiraling into like this hopeless puddle of why am I alive? (laughs) It's a bad day. And you know, I address that. And I tell my partner I'm having a bad day. I need a little bit extra love today. And maybe I'll do some journaling or a little bit of extra self-care. And then the next day I'm back on my groove. And I, this life that I'm currently living is unrecognizable to what I was a couple years ago. And my friends and family, when I started to shift and change into this like higher version of myself, they were like, what is going on? Are you okay? I was like, I've actually never been better. Like, what? They were so confused. <laughs> like, what is happening to you? Are you on drugs? I was like, well, <laughs> kind of.
1: <laughs> but no. They're not drugs, okay? It's a medicine. Yeah. <laughs> it's medicine.
0: <laughs> well, so often these things were used as medicine in the old tradition. So, you know, what we consider medicine to me, there are herbs and plants. And then we have so much medicine and we have so many people on so many medicines from the pharmaceutical. So, you know, what's drugs really? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, how can we? You-
2: <laughs> I do want to like just mention, you know, from my perspective, I have come a long way through healing my relationship with Western medicine. Um, I don't, you know, condemn pharmaceuticals they are not for me I am not medicated in any for anything uh and I'll take a Tylenol every once in a while um but I truly believe that there is a possibility for everyone to be med like non-medicated but a lot of people like Their lives are saved by medicine. And if it works for you and you're not called towards the natural way of doing things, it's okay. There's I I don't I did go through a path or a I did go through an era of my journey where I tried to convince people that pharmaceuticals were were just no good in in any capacity. And it triggered a lot of people. And I, I noticed that it was doing more harm than good. So I had to take a step back and look at, you know, just look at myself in the mirror. Like I am not the person to tell anyone that their method of healing is the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And I want to support people on the natural path if that's what calls to them. But some people mix the two and they're on some meds for some things and natural for other things. And that's also okay. And it doesn't make you less than or better than. And I've finally reached a point where I can like confidently tell people that like, if you're on meds and it works, I'm happy for you because they did not work for me.
0: <laughs> now I like that. And I think that's important to Very realize important. all medicine has its place. And like you said, there's different people in different situations, different body types. Knuckles
1: in your body. Yeah. Whatever, yeah.
0: And that's a very wonderful way because a lot of times there is a battle between, oh, we'll do it all natural. And I know there's times where I've thought that myself. Yeah. Um, and so great for you to bring that up and be so secure and strong because it is about honoring other people. I mean, that's healing in itself it's not really what path you take. So thank you for sharing that because I think that's powerful and I think a lot of us should really look at it that way, that it is an individual journey.
1: Yeah. And it's not a this or that. And like, even though our podcast is called The Magical Holistic Healing Arts, like you said, there's still a time and place for all types of healings and arts and even if it is the Western medicine. So we've had some doctors on here.
0: Yeah, and we just like to bring that there's so many options to be open (laughs) to the different ways and learn about them because we're always learning.
2: Yeah, I mean education is something that is what I see the biggest issue with. Like we're just lacking the knowledge to heal ourselves in ways that are not dictated by western medicine. So if that is the course that you take and it works for you, it you know, it could work for 10 years and then all of a sudden it stops working. And we have no background of like, what do I do next? My meds stopped working, and um, I'm having all these new symptoms or side effects or whatever it is. You know, you just spent ten years relying on on medications, and now it's like, holy shit! I'm fifty years old, and what do I do? I have zero background. Nobody's ever talked to me about natural remedies or spiritual aspect of healing. So education is a big thing. That's why I'm on all the social platforms. And I built Mystic Big Sis and I, because I wanted to reach mass amounts of people and just say, hey, here's this. This is information. If it works for you, great. If it doesn't, that's totally fine. But planting that seed is so important to me these days.
1: Mm, I love that. I know we consider ourselves educators too with our podcast and even drinking really amazing water which Anna (laughs) drinks amazing water like us she's drinking electrolyzed reduced water um, hydrogen rich water all the different names Kangen water Kangen water Um, so has that like helped you at all you know in your process or can you give us how you love your machine (laughs) so I like
2: to be super honest with people about the machine because, or the water specifically, because there are lots of claims that, you know, it's going to magically heal you or heal your gut or whatever. Um, I'm coming from a place of my condition wasn't really something that the water could necessarily benefit. It wasn't a skin condition, which Kangen water is amazing for. Um, you know, I've even... I've heard people healing from gut health and, um, other things, you know, just, I don't want to make any medical claims, but (laughs) you know, you guys, you guys get it. (laughs) The information is out there. Um, people healing from, from conditions that just didn't relate to like what I needed to heal from. So. My thing with the water is it brought so much abundance in various aspects of my life. So I got the water, the, I got the machine being a total skeptic, but something was just calling me and, you know, I invested not having, not really having the money to invest in something like that. I paid it off like immediately, who knows how. I still don't know how I just put it on a credit card and like all of a sudden it was paid off. Um, I love the water for energetics. Mm. So not so much like, you know, I have eczema and it's like healing my eczema, which it does for a lot of people that I've seen in, you know, Kongan water groups. I think that's fantastic. And I recommend it to people for eczema and stuff like that. But <laughs> For me, the spiritual, it just like amped, it amped everything up. Um, I was connected to this awesome community, met so many cool people. I was empowered to start my own business, specifically because I heard so many amazing people doing the Congen stuff. Um, you know, I don't I don't really do a lot of business in the Congen area, but just Knowing that all of these spiritual entrepreneurs were out there like making waves, and I learned about conscious redistribution of wealth, which is a huge aspect of my life. Um, I follow a couple people in the Kongan community who are educating on water itself, which, God, I've been studying this electrolyzed, reduced water for two plus years now. And I'm still learning, still learn new things every day. Um, But spiritual entrepreneurship um, surrounding, I mean, we were talking about earlier, like words and our language and how the way that we speak is like water language. And I don't know if you guys know um Jill the water
0: priestess.
2: She, yeah. Yeah. She is just like an endless supply of information. I love her content. Um definitely, you know, if you're listening and you're interested in like changing your mindset surrounding language and you know the concept that words are spells is <laughs> it is mind-blowing. I can't even I can't even regurgitate anything that she's taught me because it's just like, I learn it and then it's in there and I'm conscious of it, but it's so much valuable information. She's so smart. It's awesome. So the water, I mainly, I mean, it's all I drink and I am constantly bragging about it, (laughs) but I love it for, um, I've been able to eliminate most of the chemicals in my house. So That's a big thing with having autoimmune issues um, and sensory issues as well. I have ADHD, which is like spectrum disorder, and typically we're really sensitive to like perfumes. And I've never been able to use typical chemical cleaning products. It was really hard to find organic alternatives that would actually clean things and not leave them dirty (laughs) after cleaning with them. So I just love the water for all like it has over a hundred uses and I've probably used maybe 20 of them. Like I've yet to use it in all the ways it's, it's capable of, but you know, my boyfriend who's a total, you know, he could eat McDonald's every day and be happy. Doesn't care about his health. (laughs) He brags about this water to everyone. (laughs) Um, we live together. So whenever we go anywhere,
1: he's like, we need to travel with the machine. I can't drink this tap water. I know. It's so crazy that like once you start drinking this and your body, like you said, energetically, like we have trillions of cells that have all this water in it. And if we are putting this electric water inside of our body, like it is definitely doing something to us energetically. And we don't want to drink anything less than that. Uh, I mean, we've traveled in New Jersey and we take
0: it. We take our machine machine. with
1: us from New
2: York. So Jersey, New York, I know the water out there is disgusting. We we're literally not allowed to drink my hometown water They're It's full of, it's full of basically poisoning. Like they, they told us do not drink the town water. They're, they're not liable for any medical issues that come from drinking our town water. (laughs)
1: that is crazy i know on the news this week too yeah for earth day week i think they were saying even in denver they have forever chemicals that have been found from the um you know the factories down there so filtration in general you know ionizing all of it is really important for your energetics for your health thank you so much for sharing that yeah. um yeah i love the water priestess jill <laughs> on there she's amazing and she, i've like you probably have been maybe watching her as long as i have about two years and she's really evolved her way oh God, of man. like showing up on instagram and being this like very mystical person to now yeah like being like um soul entrepreneurship and like your assets and equity and like explaining this in like a mystical way all these like crazy business terms so yeah I really really love her style and and I think the congan water movement is so much of that right like it's empowering you to do your own thing but then still have this like foundation and this understanding of all this other amazing water language or language in general so I agree that's what we love our community too it's 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 totally revolutionary.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I've learned so much. I, it's it's hard to put into like tangible terms, for sure. Um, You know, people are like, oh well, what does the water you know do for this for that? Like, it it affects everyone differently. And if you're on a holistic route or you're holistic minded in any way, you'll get it. Like, people who are so so stuck in their like logical scientific t- scientific research ways you know it might not be the best avenue for them and we're not trying to like convert anyone to this belief system but like I said my boyfriend could care less about what he puts in his body on a daily basis I force him to take his vitamins and he is a like a Kong and water believer <laughs> And it just happens when you start to drink the water, you just get it. It just makes sense. Oh my gosh. So amazing. So fun. So fun. Water
0: snobs. We become water snobs.
2: (laughs) No, I, it's my bougie water machine. My boyfriend (laughs) loves to, you know, have people when people are over, he's like, come drink our 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 bougie water fancy water do you know how expensive this water is like do you know what you're drinking right now and he's like you know he talks it up it's funny
1: I love that I'm gonna have to use that for sure
0: (laughs) Well, fine.
1: yeah. So Anna, it's been so lovely having you today. Are there any last nuggets you want to leave our listeners before we close? <laughs> yeah, I mean, follow me on
2: my socials. I, I have Mystic Big Sis is my main one for um, just mental health and overall spirituality. And I do put little nuggets of mushroom information on there but I can be contacted directly for anything regarding that. Um, I have a mastermind coming up in May. So that is for women who are just kind of looking to figure out their purpose and maybe deepen some spirituality and just get that spark back for life. Uh, So that is going to be in May. It's called the Becoming Her, which is healthy, euphoric, and rich. (laughs) So that's coming up. And then, yeah, follow me for all types of mushroom stuff that I'll be releasing within the next three months or so.
1: (laughs) Awesome. I love it. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you, Anna. you, guys. It was fun. The episode isn't quite over yet, listeners.
0: Or YouTubers.
1: If you haven't given us a like subscribed left us a review or commented on any platform we would really appreciate you showing us some love here at the magical holistic healing arts remember hang in water and our grab bag for the podcast thanks so much for listening and stay vibrant out there